You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the PharmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in PharmD Nation to episode number 32 of the PharmD Money Podcast. I am your host, Derek Delaney. Thank you all for joining me today. One of the most common questions I get from clients and non-clients, just people who reach out via email or social media or some other outlet like that is, how am I able to get into my 401k, withdraw that money, so I can deploy that capital in other ways instead of letting it just sit in my 401k and grow. And going back far enough, you get a lot of financial planners and financial advisors and other professionals who would consider that to be an ultimate sin. Taking money out of a retirement account, that's the last thing you should do because of all of the missed opportunities of compounding and growth you could potentially miss out on by doing something like that. But As we've evolved a little bit, it's becoming more and more important for some people to be able to diversify their wealth into different areas for ultimately retirement or other goals that they have. And keeping money inside of a 401k, specifically the majority of your money inside a 401k, could allow you to miss out on other opportunities to deploy that money to maybe grow bigger or faster in some sense, then keep it in inside a 401k. Or you may get to a point in your life where you need that money because an emergency has come up and you don't have enough liquid cash in other places to be able to tap into in order to meet the demands monetarily of that emergency that has popped up. So for a number of different reasons, more and more people are looking into their 401ks to use that money to help with something they have going on in their life or to hopefully chase down an opportunity that is currently there that they need additional capital to pursue. So regardless, a lot of people now are looking into how they can get money out of their 401k for a number of different reasons. So in this episode, I want to concentrate on what people can do if they find themselves needing some of the money they have saved in their 401k. So again, to start off the episode, I just want to make sure everybody is completely clear on the fact that taking money out of your 401k for no good reason at all is not something I would ever recommend. Stealing from your future, again, which is your 401k, which is your retirement savings, is not something that you should be doing unless there's a very good reason for you to be acting like that. And just pulling out money out of your 401k for vacation or to buy Christmas presents or something like that that's not needs-based is something you should keep from doing as much as you possibly can. But I understand there are circumstances that come up where tapping into your 401k is the only option you have, or it could be the best option you have. And that may be for reasons that are opportunities in your life that you need that money for, or there could be negative things that are happening in your life that you need that money for. So regardless of your reason, as long as it's a very important reason and it's not some frivolous expense, taking money out of your 401k is not ultimately the worst decision you can make if you don't have a lot of other alternatives. So if you get to the point in your life where you want to take money out of your 401k, you have some options or you may find that you're pretty limited in what you have available to you. 
So let's start with while you're working. Let's just say you're a pharmacist, you've been working for 20 years, you've built up a lot of money inside your employer's 401k, and you get to the point where there is an investment opportunity in something like real estate or um, a limited partnership opportunity where you have a chance to buy in, and you think that taking some of the money out of your 401k and diversifying into something like that is important and prudent in your financial situation, how can you go about doing that? Well, again, if you're still working, you have basically two options in order to get money out of your 401k, and they are both determined on what your employer 401k documents have set up to allow you to take advantage of. So some people may have these options, others may not. Specifically, the first option, which is taking an in-service withdrawal. So that is contacting your custodian or the 401k provider, which common ones are Empower, Wells Fargo, Fidelity, 401k providers like that, and asking them to take money out of your 401k and send you a check. And if you're allowed to take in-service withdrawals, you have the ability to do that. You have to be very careful, though, because not only will traditional 401k dollars be taxed to you in the year when you pull them out, but unless there is an exemption you have available, you may also get penalized 10% for pulling that money out as well. So just know that if you take an in-service withdrawal from money inside your 401k, you're most likely going to be dinged with taxes and penalties. Unless you're 59 and a half, then you only have to worry about taxes or if there's another exemption that you can meet to allow you to avoid that extra 10% penalty, but there's not a lot of exemptions out there for normal people to take advantage of in circumstances like this. But let's just say the opportunity you have available to you outside of your 401k is absolutely worth it, where it's a no doubt I will take taxation of this money this year and I will take that penalty hit because the opportunity I have to deploy some of this money elsewhere outside my 401k is totally worth it. And if that's the case, then taking an in-service withdrawal while you're still working out of your 401k is an option. Now, like I mentioned before, you have to know if you're even allowed to do that to begin with. And I think this is important for anybody, whether they're thinking about taking money out of their 401k or not, to understand in case they need to use this option in the future. So you could always call up the 800 number for whoever is your 401k custodian and ask them, does it state in the 401k plan documents that were created when the 401k was set up however long ago that allows employees like yourself to take in-service withdrawals? And they'll look, they'll look it up and they'll go, yep, you are allowed to do something like that. Or they'll go, no, the only time you could take in-service withdrawals or withdrawals out of the 401k is after you retire or quit and you separate service from this employer. So that's the first place you should look at if you want to take money out of your 401ks if you are allowed to do an in-service withdrawal through your provider. The next option you have while you're still working is taking out a loan. So loans are really great because they're not taxed when you take the loan out. But there are specific rules you have to follow if you decide to take a loan from your 401k. And one of the biggest rules you want to be aware of is you have to pay that money back with interest over a five-year period. Now, when you're paying money back to your own 401k with interest, it's not the worst thing in the world because you're essentially paying yourself back. It's not like you're paying back a creditor or a, a credit card or somebody else that borrowed you the money, but you have to do it within a five-year period. So if you find yourself needing to take out a large sum of money out of your 401k via a loan, just know that you're going to have to come up with the cash flow to pay that back within a five-year period. You also have to be aware of 
if you leave your employer, whether that's you quitting or getting fired or retiring or whatever it is, and you have an outstanding loan balance on your 401k, so let's just say two years ago you took out $20,000 via a loan out of your 401k, and now you still have $8,000 left to pay back, and you end up quitting your job, that $8,000 outstanding loan balance will be instantly taxed and penalized if you don't meet one of those 10% penalty exemptions that we'll get into here a little bit later. So taking out a loan is something that's available to you. It's something that a lot of people take advantage of, but you just have to know you're going to have to pay that money back within a five-year period. There are restrictions on how much money you can actually get via a loan through your 401k, and that's something you're going to want to look at in the plan documents. And just note that if you have an outstanding loan balance and you end up quitting, getting fired, or leaving your employer, all that money will be taxed to you as ordinary income in that year. And you could also incur a 10% penalty if you don't meet one of those exemptions that, again, we'll talk about here later in the episode. So if you're still working, you have the opportunity to take an in-service withdrawal from your 401k if you need money from there. And you also have the ability of taking out a loan. Those are the two most common options people pursue when they need to tap into some of the funds inside their 401k. So let's switch gears. Let's just say that you have an old 401k at an old employer that's just sitting there. What options do you have there? Well, the first big one that some may be aware of, but not a lot of people are, is you can actually pull money out of that 401k if you're age 55 or older, and you don't have to worry about that 10% penalty because you could pull money out of a 401k when you're age 55 if you've left that employer and that 10% penalty doesn't count. So the 59 and a half age rule goes out the window if the money's in a 401k and you've reached age 55 to use that money. So that's a big one if you're over the age of 55 or between the age of 55 and 59 and a half. You don't have to wait until you get to that 59 and a half age threshold in order to start pulling money out to avoid that 10% penalty. All you have to do is cross that 55 year old age threshold and you're able to get that money out of the 401k. You're going to want to be aware of, though, that any money, again, like always, that you take out of your 401k will be taxed to you as ordinary income in that year. Another option you have with dormant 401ks or other 401ks if you retire is you can take substantially equal periodic payments. So this is a rule that doesn't get used often, but it is available to people out there if they need it. And essentially taking substantially equal periodic payments, which is known as Rule 72T, allows an employee or a former employee to take payments that are equal for the longer of five years or until the participant reaches 59 and a half. So let's use an example. Let's just say you're 50 years old and you decide to use this Rule 72T. The custodian of whoever holds that 401k money will make the calculation and they will determine that you could start taking out X amount of money every single year out of this 401k. You will not incur that 10% tax penalty because you are exempt under Rule 72T, but you have to take this money out every single year for the longer of five years or until you hit 59 and a half. And if you're 50 years old, the longer of five years or 59 and a half is 59 and a half because nine and a half years is longer than five. So you will have to take these substantially equal periodic payments for the next nine and a half years. Whether you need the money or not, it's coming to you. And whether it's enough money every year based off of what those equal payments are, it doesn't matter. That money's coming to you for the next nine and a half years. And they use life expectancy tables to determine 
how much they're going to pay you every single year. So rule 72T is unique, but know that that's an opportunity for you if you need it. The other exemptions to that 10% penalty rule, if you wanted to pull money out of a dormant 401k, are death, disability, domestic relations, um, medical, where if you have unreimbursed medical expenses over 10% of your adjusted gross income, you're able to pull money out of your 401k, pay taxes on, pay taxes on that money, but avoid that 10% penalty. So those are common rules that you can use in your benefit to pull money out of a dormant 401k if you need those dollars and you want to avoid that 10% early withdrawal penalty. Finally, the other common option people have is to take a dormant 401k and roll it over into an IRA because money in an IRA provides for a few more exemptions to that 10% penalty rule. And those are, you can use money from that IRA to pay health insurance premiums while you're unemployed. So if that dormant 401k is sitting there because you're unemployed and you're not working anywhere else and you still have health insurance premiums you want to pay, you can roll that money into an IRA. Then you can take that money out of the IRA before age 59 and a half to pay for those health insurance premiums and you won't get dinged with that 10% penalty. Where if you just pull it straight from the 401k to pay those premiums, you would. Another reason why you might want to roll it over into an IRA to avoid that 10% penalty is if you are a first-time homebuyer. So you get up to $10,000 for qualified first-time home buyers, or you can use money from that IRA to pay qualified higher education expenses. So those are other common ways you could pull money out of an IRA to avoid that 10% penalty that you wouldn't be able to do pulling money straight from the 401k, which would be a reason why you'd want to roll that 401k over into an IRA. Also be aware that if you roll money from a 401k into an IRA, you lose your age 55 penalty exemption opportunity. So if you have money in a dormant 401k and you're 56 years old and you roll it into an IRA, you now can't take money out of that IRA and avoid that 10% penalty just by being over the age of 55. So if that's your main focus, you'd want to keep that money in that 401k because then you'd be able to distribute dollars out of that. And all you have to do is be age 55 or older and that would be enough to avoid that 10% early withdrawal penalty. So I know there is a lot going on when it comes to trying to determine how you're going to get money out of a 401k and what options you have available to you. My recommendation as always is reach out to a professional who can provide more clarity and provide more guidance on what's available to you and what is the best route for you to take if this is something you have determined you want to do and it's in your best interest to do. If you're looking for more information about the podcast, myself or FarmDFP, feel free to visit the firm's website at farmdfp.com. Also, feel free to check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, FarmD Financial Planning, for more great insight. Email podcast at farmdfp.com with questions, topics, or ideas you'd like to hear more about. Finally, until next time, FarmD Nation, be well. The FarmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.